You're listening to episode 153 of the FitzPro podcast, and I am stoked for today's topic because it is all about mobility and the positive carryover that improving mobility can have on potential gains when it comes to hypertrophy. So increasing the cross-sectional area of a muscle fiber, which obviously gives us the appearance of bigger muscles, um, which is the potential for more strength gains as well. That is what we are diving into today. I hope that it will be beneficial for coaches, of course, but also anyone who just trains, they resistance train, you do weightlifting of some kind, and you want to learn more about this. So hopefully you enjoy today's episode. Without further ado, let's dive in. Hello, hello, and welcome back. If you are here for the business side of things, please go ahead and check out my free workshop. It is on demand, meaning you can watch it anytime. It's called Your Biz Your Way, Three Steps to Build a Profitable Online Health and Fitness Business at anniemiller.co backslash workshop dash register. Again, it's free. You can join anytime. If you have joined before with a certain email address, you need to use a different email address. If you are joining for a second time, Otherwise, it will be like, hello, you've already been here. You cannot join again. Um, While you are over on the site, check out my free resources. There should be a tab that's resources, but if you can't find it, anniemiller.co backslash resources, and that is where you can download anything free that I have created for trainers, trainees, and entrepreneurs. I would, of course, also like to thank Legion Athletics, and they are the number one brand of all natural sports supplements in the world. If you happen to be in the market or you are curious about supplements, adding in something like protein or creatine or even a multivitamin and other vitamins that they offer, other supplements that they offer, I highly recommend Legion in large part because they're very, very simple products. What you see is what you get. You can look up the um, scientific literature that backs the ingredients, but also the dosages of those ingredients used in their products. So essentially that is 100% formula transparency. They're also 100% naturally sweetened and flavored. So there's just no extra crap. It's very straightforward and I appreciate that as a customer. So that's why I support Legion. If you are skeptical, they also have a 100% money back guarantee and free shipping. So there's some perks there. If you are skeptical, which I think you should be when you are dabbling in supplements, which is a largely unregulated uh, area of health and fitness and dietary intake. So go to buylegion.com, B-U-Y, legion.com, and use code Annie at checkout to save 20% off your first order. If you love Legion, if you already use them, you can still use code Annie to get double Legion reward points. All right, today's episode is all about mobility. We're going to jump around a little bit today, likely, uh, but stick with me. I don't wish to overcomplicate this. Mobility came on the fitness scene in large part thanks to CrossFit, or that's how I see this. So if you see it through a completely different lens, that's totally fine. I am just letting you know kind of when I became hyper aware of mobility and what I saw as 
at, at large in the fitness industry. So you can disagree, um, or perhaps maybe I'm wrong. That's fine. But in 2011 to 2013, CrossFit was booming. And thus came a large demand and need for mobility in a very big portion of the fitness industry. People like Kelly Sturette with his book, Supple Leopard, and other resources such as Romwad Mobility. Um, it was a site you could, you know, there was a free portion, but you could also pay for it. I believe you still can. Um, those types of resources and people became much more visible and accessible than ever before from, again, my perspective. To my knowledge, mobility has been an important and integral part of sports like Olympic weightlifting for decades, but was not as aggressively integrated into general strength training to my knowledge. So here's the deal. Mobility is in short, your active range of motion. This is in contrast to flexibility. And a lot of times those two words get used as though they are the same, which is not true. Flexibility is your passive range of motion. So sitting in the middle splits is your passive range of motion. While sliding, let's say you have your feet on some sliders and you slide down into the middle splits and pull yourself back up out of the middle splits, that is your active range of motion. Our muscles are being used during one of them, our muscles are not being used during another. So mobility in a sense is can your muscles get you into and out of your end ranges and what are those limits? That is your limit of mobility, that is your current mobility. As you can imagine from the definitions I just kind of shared with you, flexibility is the potential for mobility, just as muscle mass is the potential for strength. So for instance, if you can't get into a position passively, then you are more likely, more than likely, excuse me, not going to be able to get past that position actively. Hopefully that makes sense. Why does all of that matter for putting on muscle, which is hypertrophy, and or gaining strength? And remember what I just said, muscle is the potential for strength. I am guessing that you'll have potentially more questions after listening to this podcast than when you came into it, but I don't think that's entirely a bad thing. I am going to do my best to keep it clear and concise, providing some disclaimers or context where needed. And I say that because this is not black and white and I will remind you of that. So stay curious and keep context in mind as we move forward through this kind of discussion about mobility and its potential carryover and positive effect on putting on muscle mass and or gaining strength. For starters, it all comes down to, or our focus today is going to largely be on muscle fiber recruitment. One could think of range of motion, which if you hear me say ROM, I am talking about range of motion, as the practical use of mobility within weightlifting. That's the context that we're talking about today. Range of motion is simply the distance traveled from your start position to your finish position in a given exercise. Are you lowering all the way down in pull-ups? Are you pulling up all the way to the top? Are you squatting ass to grass? These would be considered full range of motion or full ROM. And that would be a muscle contraction through the full potential range of motion. That is essentially what we're talking about today is what are the benefits of doing that? 
I hope that you can see that if you lack mobility in a given area, maybe shoulder flexion, right? Getting your arm overhead, you may be limiting your potential range of motion in a given lift. That is not the end of the world. Most people have mobility restrictions and can still put on plenty of muscle. So I don't wish to scare you or overcomplicate this, but mobility does have an effect on weightlifting. And that's what we're talking about. Um, I was just talking to a follower and friend and uh, peer programming student on Instagram, and she shared a post with me of somebody in an overhead press position, which is why I mentioned that. And they clearly lacked the ability to get full overhead flexion that was limiting their position in overhead press. That lack of mobility could potentially, one, lead to injury because they're not able to safely get into the proper position, but also limit their ability to recruit all of the muscle fibers that they could be recruiting. They're leaving gains on the table or they're potentially leaving gains on the table. So positioning is one thing. When we have optimal mobility, we can get into better positions, more optimal positions for whatever exercise we're performing. And that kind of leads to the question, why does range of motion matter for strength or hypertrophy? We answer these questions because they can be connected. Muscle mass, like I said, is the potential for strength. Muscle is how the body will eventually demonstrate strength or force production. So now we ask how we build muscle. Remember, fiber recruitment. As discussed on many other episodes on this podcast, and you can search them on my blog, there is a search bar. There are three main factors to building muscle, to hypertrophy, and those are mechanical tension, this is most important in latest research, metabolic stress, and muscle damage. We will be thinking about the first and the last, so mechanical tension and maybe muscle damage. For a muscle to contract, muscle fibers or motor units are recruited. The number of muscle fibers recruited, and the strength of the contraction are positively correlated, meaning more muscle fibers recruited equals a stronger contraction. And that is what we are after, both for strength and hypertrophy. That is also where range of motion happens to come in. And range of motion and mobility are kind of used as synonyms at this point in this episode. Within range of motion, The muscle is lengthening. This is known as the eccentric phase. That means the shortening phase only has to contract within the range of motion that has been set by that eccentric lengthening phase. That also limits the fibers which are recruited. More range of motion has the potential to mean more fibers recruited. And I say potential because this is not a cause and effect thing. We can't guarantee this, but there is more potential there for more fibers to be recruited. And that means more potential mechanical tension and muscle damage can take place, leading to more hypertrophy and or strength gains, depending on what the stimulus is. Ideally, with proper load recovery and diet, that is muscle cell growth, aka hypertrophy, or strength gains. Think about bodybuilding in the idea that bodybuilders by and large want to stress a given muscle from as many angles as possible. They are trying to get as many motor units recruited 
and fatigued as they possibly can because they know that that's going to lead to the most muscle growth, which is the literal goal of bodybuilding. The same thing applies here. More range of motion or improved range of motion, improved mobility could mean more fibers are working. And remember that I said that this is not black and white. So just using full range of motion in the absence of a load challenging enough to stimulate the muscles is not going to equate to more muscle or strength. We need that mechanical tension. Someone using a challenging load, tempo, volume, they are going to gain more muscle and potentially strength than someone using full range of motion but not utilizing those other factors that are on the table when it comes to program design. But on the flip side, tapping into, like let's say somebody is using a challenging load, they are using a challenging tempo, they're pushing all the limits with all these other factors of training. Tapping into a larger range of motion for that person is a tool that we can use to potentially recruit a larger number of motor units within the working muscles. You're using improved mobility for gains. It's a way of ensuring that no fiber is left behind, essentially. And that's, again, if other factors are appropriately programmed as well. I want you to think about how this applies to different movements within your training or within your client's training because application is the goal, right? You can listen to this, but if you aren't able to take the information, play with it, apply it, then what's the point? I personally love the idea of heel elevated squats for the quads or sliding Cossacks for the adductors, meaning your leg that is bending is going to be stationary on the floor planted but the foot that is going to abduct from the body, the straight leg, is going to be on a slider. Or also, I really like loaded lat pullover, so laying on your back on a bench or on a ball, um, having a dumbbell or some kind of resistance, it can even be from a cable machine or a band, in your hands, overhead, uh, or starting above the body and then lowering them down overhead shoulder flexion, uh, within the full range of motion of the lats, really leveraging mobility for not only more resilient joints, hopefully, but also muscle growth and function. We have to say this as well. This is kind of a caveat context, disclaimer, call it what you want. For maximal force production, maximal strength, you want to limit two things, time under tension and range of motion. It's why you see a massive big arch on bench limiting that range of motion. It's also favorable for the shoulders, but the, the massive excessive arches that you see in powerlifting are also to limit that range of motion. Limit the amount of work that has to be done to get the weight down to the chest and off the chest. It's also why you see lowering to exactly a parallel position for squats in powerlifting. More often than not, moving through an end range, full mobility, means more time under tension, just because there's more distance traveled, more fatigue, more room for error, and less force output when compared to the force output that can come from a smaller range of motion. That also doesn't mean that training and strengthening end ranges won't have positive carryover into strength in shorter ranges of motion. So something to think about there, because I think that is an absolute win. 
All right, that is all I have for you today on the topic of mobility and hypertrophy and strength gains. I hope that it was a fun one to listen to. I hope it gets you thinking about the potential gains that you can use or that you can attain through using mobility and improving mobility for yourself or your clients. If you love this episode and you would like to support the FISPRO podcast, I believe you can now give reviews and ratings on Spotify. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, give the show five stars, leave a written review, let people know what they can expect. It is much appreciated. If you are not on my mailing list, you can choose between Annie's Weekly Wisdom and Annie's Daily Dose. They're on the same page. You can check one, you can check both. There are exclusive podcast listener discounts at the bottom of every email, so it will behoove you to be there. And I won't hold you hostage. If you want to leave at any time, unsubscribe. I am unoffended. Until next time, I am Annie Miller, and thank you so much for tuning in to the Fitzpro Podcast. <laughs>